0: Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, where we hear from you, the true experiences you've had with the paranormal, and we try to understand them. This week, I can't wait to hear the paranormal stories that you've sent in to us. If you've had a paranormal encounter with a ghost, extraterrestrial or something unexplained, send us a voice note into paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com. That's paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com and you could be featured on the next episode. This week we look at more sinister ghostly entities and focus on the question, can Ghosts harm us? Well, before we delve deeper, I have a frightening experience of my own. Now, I never thought that ghosts could harm you, but as it turns out, they definitely can. And my first experiences of this uh, led me to actually resign from the TV show Most Haunted. We were doing a a programme live uh, on air, we were broadcasting across the nation uh, and we were uh, in Edinburgh and we were down underneath the grounds in Edinburgh vaults. Now, in Edinburgh vaults, prior to us uh, doing this live show, obviously we do our research and find out a lot about the history and we were getting a lot of information from people that were going down into the vaults on tours, uh, being shown around and when they got to a particular part of the vault where there was a a stone circle, it's quite hard to describe within within a vault There were these large stones that have all been set out in a circle, and allegedly they have been there for many, many, many hundreds of years and were placed there by witches. And a witch's coven would go in there and conjure up all sorts of negative entities and energies. And we were told that when uh, the public were going through this particular part of the vault, some people would complain of having scratches on their necks, on their arms, and on their hands. And again, we were told before we went live, whatever you do, don't stand in the center of the circle and do not disrespect the spirits that are there. So, of course, I obeyed this and three of my team members decided that they would try and provoke something. So what do they do? They went and stood in the center of the stone circle, started to swear, blaspheme, be really disrespectful, do your worst, do this, do that. Meanwhile, I'm saying to them, what are you doing? You're an idiot. I can't believe you're actually doing that. We were also broadcasting uh, live across uh, to America. And so we had so many different cameras placed all around this location and they, the Americans were taking the feed. Stuart is stood uh, with his back to one of the American cameras. He has a black leather jacket on and a white T-shirt underneath. He screams out in absolute agony and says, Yvette, Yvette, ah, help me, help me. And he's trying to take his black leather jacket off. I ran over to him, pulled his black leather jacket off and through his white T-shirt, I see the beginning of blood coming through. He rips his white T-shirt off over the top of his head and there for everybody to see in the cameras are three huge deep scratch marks from the top of his right shoulder blade right down to the top of his left buttock and he still has the scars today I mean this is years ago he was just in so much pain it was unbelievable then Carl screams out. He's getting shots in the centre of the circle and he has three large scratches down the back of his neck. He's bleeding. Um, by this point, I, I've never seen anything like this before in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm crying. I'm, again, trying to hold it together. Not only are we uh, broadcasting uh, across the UK, but across the whole of America. This is a big deal. And then the sound man screams in absolute agony I rush over to him and from the side of his lower leg from where his knee was just lower than his knee down to his ankle is a massive deep cut and it's as if it's I mean it's been done by a knife or something but you could actually see the bone well I, I nearly fainted because i'd never seen anything so horrific in all my life he was taken uh to accident and emergency where he had to have several well many many stitches um and was quite poorly for a while i at this point i'm still having to hold the show together and i completely just disintegrate live on air and i think you can see it on youtube i could not stop crying. I have never witnessed anything so awful uh, in in all my life. It was the most frightening thing that I'd ever witnessed. And I'd always thought up to that point that, you know, oh, these stories of ghosts harming you, scratching you, cutting you, burning you, they're just stories. I have to, again, as people that know me very well, I have to see to believe. And my goodness me, did I see something. So, for me, that's my own personal experience. And that was the beginning of it. Since then, I've had lots of investigations where team members have been hurt. Um I have actually been hurt with objects being thrown at me and hitting me. Um, I've been bruised. Um, another uh, member of the team was so badly uh, beaten up by some unseen force um, that he had bruises all over his torso the following day. And subsequently, I think a few weeks after that, maybe a month or so, he lost all his hair through absolute fear and stress and again resigned from the show. It was purely because the fans were saying, please don't go, please don't resign. And I was absolutely adamant. I didn't want to do the programme anymore because I was so frightened and I thought, what are we messing with here? This is something I I, I need to get a handle on and I need to understand. And so I began really researching, uh, trying to understand this phenomena and where it comes from. And again, Like I say, there are no experts in all of this. All we can go off are our own experiences and what we've seen and heard uh, with our own eyes and ears. So we're going to also talk about the fact that um, the witch's stone circle that I mentioned at the beginning where all this horrible phenomena occurred, we were doing something on sacred ground, as it were. And it's something that uh, really does intrigue me, which takes us to our first story, which is Sarah's story, where she talks about something that happened to her when she stayed in a building that was built over the top of a graveyard.
3: So I was 16. I went to go and stay at my friend's house back in South Africa. Uh, she, her house was built over a graveyard. And uh, she used to hear all sorts of things, babies crying underneath the floorboards and everything like that. I was lying in bed, middle of the night, and I had all these dogs sleeping. I was on the floor, my friend was in her bed, and all these dogs, suddenly for some reason I woke up and all the dogs were looking towards the the bedroom door. And so I looked up and this figure came through the door, it walked to the bottom of where my bed was, it walked all the way up my body, across my face, out, and it went out the window. And they do say that dogs sense ghosts, and I screamed the place down and found my parents at half past three and told them to come and get me because I am scared.
0: Well, I love graveyards. I think they're incredibly peaceful places. Uh, Though <laughs> when I had to investigate one in Wales in the wee hours of the morning, I did not enjoy the experience at all. Um, I think I lost weight that night. I won't say anymore. One thing kept racing through my mind though, as I was walking quickly, I remember trembling like a frightened rabbit through the gravestones, was, why would any ghost want to linger in the place that they'd been laid to rest? Uh, now there are many supposed haunted graveyards, and one that I investigated was the famous. Sleepy Hollow in America. I'll never forget that. Um, it was the most incredible experience. And for those that know Sleepy Hollow, it's a vast, vast, vast graveyard. It just goes seemingly on for miles and miles. Um, but I'll never forget being inside a dark crypt. We had to walk down these stairs. And remember, we, the whole place was shut off for us to film. So there was only, uh, I think, about 10 of us at the time that were that were in the whole of this very frightening uh, graveyard called Sleepy Hollow. So we walked down the steps and there we were in this very dark crypt in the middle of the night. And I'll never forget hearing voices, whispering voices right in my ear. And I think we all witnessed uh, the knocking phenomena and tapping phenomena coming from the graves inside the walls. It just was the most amazing experience that I will never forget. But a house that's built on top of a graveyard, now that's a different matter. And I certainly think it's something to think carefully about before buying or staying inside of a building. Now, funnily enough, we were actually looking at a property that's a church uh, for sale um, down south. It's either Devon or Dorset. And allegedly, it's, it's been on the market for quite a while because there are graves of children actually underneath the church, but they've made it into a house. Now, there's something about that that just makes me feel a little bit uneasy. I always think that sometimes an unrestful spirit will stay close to where its body was buried, not believing, we discussed this in one of the last episodes, that they're dead. And so they certainly make their presence known. And sometimes this can happen to people like Sarah. And believe you me, it's not a very pleasant experience. And of course, let's not forget the Grimm. Now, apparently, if you see a large dog in a graveyard, if it's a Chihuahua, you're fine. On the other hand, if it's a large and dangerous looking dog, it could very well be a guardian uh, that's there to protect the graves from vandals, uh, witches, and thieves, and even, according to folklorists, the devil. In the 19th century, many people believed if you buried a dog alive, how awful, under the cornerstone of a church, its spirit will act as the graveyard's guardian. Now, the grim has also become known as a sign of death. So if you happen to be walking through a graveyard at night and spy a large black dog looking at you, run. Run. When Sarah describes the dark shadows, some of us might think that the entity is an evil one. Well, in my experience, that's not always the case. Spirits can manifest in many forms, colours and shapes. I always go on feelings and emotions when I'm facing a shadow. How did I feel when looking at it? obviously scared to death because it's the unknown but now I can sense if there's an evil presence or a good presence and for me uh, that's a gift I'm so blessed to have that's come with years and years of spending time in dark drafty locations talking to dead people as you do. Sarah mentioned the dogs all picking up on something and I'm a true believer that animals can sense things that we cannot. My dog Watson, for example, certainly can sense when there's a spirit near us. He's accompanied me and my team many, many times on investigations and he's always, always um, giving us signs when he knows something is with us. So for instance, I remember one particular location, I think it was Wentworth Woodhouse um, and He was stood at the top of some stairs and all the hackles on on his back all stood to attention. His ears stood up and he was really alert. He's a little bulldog and he just looked like he was ready to pounce. And then he started barking. Now, there was nothing down there. Could he have seen a rat? Could he have seen? I don't know. But all I know is that he was frightened and he kept looking back to me as well as if to say there's something here, there's something here. And when he's really frightened and we know that there's something not very pleasant uh, down in a cellar or up in an attic perhaps he just refuses to go in turns around and makes a run for it and I have to chase him so he's like a a really good alarm clock for us Uh, and I've heard many many stories where people have talked about their pets and animals really picking up and uh, on something that they cannot see so for me I definitely believe that animals can see and sense things that we have no knowledge of
1: real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: Welcome to Mums the Word, a brand new parenting podcast with me, Ashley James. Pregnancy, piles, and all the other problems that come with parenting, I'm not going to be sugarcoating anything. It's all about truths, taboos, and of course, celebrating the amazing highs too. Each week, I'll be talking about the journey of being a mum. For me, it's my first time, so I'll have some celebs and experts and you guys to help join me and hopefully figure out what on earth I'm meant to be doing. It's a podcast for all the parents out there, our very own little club. Hit follow now so you don't miss an episode. Mum's the Word, the parenting podcast with me, Ashley James, coming soon. It's the best parenting podcast out there. Now, I'd like to introduce you to someone who has been investigating the paranormal for 20 years. We started our ghostly adventures together on Most Haunted. Of course, it's my husband, Carl Beattie. So I want to talk to you about the nasty side of ghosts. And you've had your fair share of horrible encounters. What was the first experience where you had, where where it really shocked you? Was it Edinburgh Vaults with myself?
2: Uh, Well, firstly, thanks very much for having me on your podcast very welcome. It's it's, it's lovely. Um, uh, I think the strange thing when we started all of this was we weren't really aware that ghosts could interact in such a way to actually harm you. And I think that we were all thinking, I'm pretty sure you were probably the same, we were thinking we might see something, feel something or watch something Mm. move. So we had no idea. I I think Edinburgh Vaults was the one because it happened to three of us all in the same time in front of live cameras. Now, that's um, as far as paranormal investigation is concerned, that's not that important, but as far as people watching, it's hugely important because um, they could see that everyone was there at the time. And I remember when Stuart started screaming, um, he, that he, I can't remember what he said, but he, said he needed help or whatever, and he was, and you took his leather jacket off and a white t-shirt mm. and it was only then you started to see the blood come mm-hmm. through the white t-shirt so that meant those scratches could have only appeared or happened seconds beforehand um and the fact that he had been in front of a live camera going across to the states and as also across the uk um that he was in the room as was i and as was our uh, sound guy um so it stops the idea of any fraud of anyone mm-hmm. being able to go in there and not that anyone in their right mind would go and scratch their back and say it was a a ghost. But and um, uh, so that was quite horrendous to see the it looked like a claw mark and He's he still got the scars today. Uh, that, that's the thing to remember. Yeah, said that. To yeah. And um, he and, I, and your reaction was was uh, was heartbreaking as well because for myself as a producer, you kind of think. This is fantastic. This is what we're, we're we're here for us to get some interaction, but obviously to see my you, my wife, as as in such distress was was horrible. Um, and so, but yet you have to carry on. And I know you wanted to quit after that. We had long discussions over mm-hmm. it, but you, know, you and again, bravely you came back and, and did it because it was a realization that I think that was the night and the pinnacle point of all of our paranormal investigations when we realized things changed. We 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 thought, do we really know what we're dealing with? And what, what we are dealing with can actually hurt us? And it's done so since many different occasions.
0: Because there's famous cases, aren't there, where you know, you've got the exorcist, you know, which was based on a real story and it, it was a little boy rather than yeah. a little girl. You've got um Annalise McKell. Um, and they based the Hollywood movie The Exorcism of Emily Rose on that particular case well Annalise McKell was allegedly possessed and and sadly she died but in both those cases they both suffered scratch marks and, and harm to their to their bodies and other cases throughout history is this scratching and burning it's fascinating so are we dealing with evil are we dealing with dark entities negative entities in my experience i would say absolutely yes 100 percent
2: um well i i I don't believe in demons i really don't Mm. i I believe in nasty negative entities and i think people confuse them with demons and that's just my own personal opinion and i think there is darkness out there i think like the the Mikkel, it's horrific when you hear her voices that she comes out with and when they analyze those voices
0: and I think we can, we can hear some of that now. It's, it's quite horrific to listen to. But this is a true case. Just have a listen to this.
2: Now, within a lot of those voices, not all were recorded. But, I mean, that's horrendous enough. And it's something you can't listen to before you go to bed. I dare anyone to listen to that before they go to sleep at night and have a good night's sleep. Uh, some of the voices she was coming out with were ancient lost...
0: Yes,
2: uh, languages that only two or three people in the world knew. So she clearly had to be possessed. No matter how scientifically you have to look at this, this was a young girl who was doing very well at school, and then changed almost overnight, and could speak a lost language. That can't be coincidence, and science cannot um, come to the bottom of that. Or, or no matter what it does. And a lot of the times they don't bother because they can't. Mm. Um, but to answer your question, yes, I think we do deal with very negative entities. I think some of them are very powerful. I think that they can hurt as far as I'm aware and I've done quite a lot of research in this I've not heard of anyone being killed by a spirit by being slashed or whatever however there's many stories where people have uh, have complained about being pushed by a spirit near the top of stairs and then they've you know later on being on their own they've been found at the bottom of the stairs now no one knows whether they fell down the stairs which is usually what is given as the cause of death or the reason for their death I should say But no one knows whether they were pushed down those stairs. So we don't know whether it's happened. But these negative entities, they're nasty. They can harm. They can physically scar you for life. And I'm proof of that. And
0: so is Stuart. And let's talk about the burns on your arms. Mm. That, to me, was was just awful. And watching the burn mark get worse and worse and worse and you having to go to the doctors and have antibiotics and so on. Mm. Just explain what happened. Where were you?
2: Well, we were in a small, just a small semi-detached house. And I think that the type of house we were in made it all more scary because it's the type of house most of us grew up in. Mm. And every room you went in, there were memories of your own upbringing. So, you know, this was your home. Um, this was your house. You had Christmases in there. You could see where Christmas trees used to be and all of this. And these are supposed to be places of, these are supposed to be haven, They're supposed to be a place of protection, a place that you can relax. And they're not supposed to be a place of horror. So when you're in a place that is full of this horror, this one negative entity that's supposed to chase people away. Um, and from our experiences, we know it's there. Um, but as I recall, you, you the rest of the team were downstairs. Stuart and I were upstairs. Uh, You were filming in one of the rooms downstairs, in the front room, I believe, Mm -hmm. Um, and you were having your own issues. We were upstairs, um, and it was just like, and the only thing I can liken it to, it felt like somebody hitting you on the arm with like a riding crop. It was that quick, that sharp, and that painful, but both of us at exactly the same time screamed. So we both got hit. Whatever it was, something did that to us. It was almost like a branding, I guess. I don't know. Um, and Stuart, bear in mind, Stuart's been a cameraman on Most Haunted for coming for tw- tw- well over 20 years now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He's, he's a good cameraman. Um, and camera operators, as being an ex cameraman myself, we don't drop our cameras. It's the one thing you never do.
0: Well, they're expensive pieces of kit.
2: That's your tools of your trade. Mm. You know, it's like, a, it's like a boxer dropping his gloves and not picking them up before it goes in the ring. It, it, you need them to do your job. But he actually dropped a very expensive camera um, on the floor at the same time. And we both hit the floor on our knees. It was that painful. And then you guys came running up with another camera that you had downstairs. Mm-hmm and you filmed it and you you could progressively watch it on screen actually materializing on our arms we were both opposite arms mine was on my left arm Stuart's was on his right arm we were both about eight foot from each other when this happened again that can be seen on camera and you put your arms together it's, it's the same height up the arms it's it's uh, it's as though something hit us together yeah the, I still bear the scar of it today it's it's what, I don't know, four inches long, I guess. Maybe mm. it's slightly longer, four or five inches long. And again, that will stay with us, but it, it, the physical scars are, are there, but it, it's it's that mental side of it where you think, if it can do that to my arm, what can it do? That's the exterior. Can it do anything to my interior? You know, my heart, my lungs, my, my, my stomach. Yeah, because we're only looking at the outside. There's so many times that we hear people waking up with scratches over their bodies and, and, and all of this. We get that an awful lot from people. It's what, What's it trying to do? What, what What is that? Is it just trying to hurt you? And if it is just trying to hurt you, then what evil, negative life did it leave in the world when it was a person? Has its death created, and its loneliness in its death created, more hate, more evil, more malevolence than it had in life? Has, has it become worse? Have people constantly going there and calling it evil made it worse.
0: Mm. It's funny, isn't it? I don't think we'll ever know. Well, certainly not in our lifetime, but I know that I have never personally experienced it myself on my body, thank goodness. It's gone close, though. Have I? Remind me.
2: Well, a, a, a certain bar that almost hit you with a...
0: Oh, I see. yes, absolutely, yes, a crowbar. Um, I think we talked about that before, but I'm no, I've not. what I mean is I've not been scratched or burned. Oh um but then you see i'm not brave like you guys are because you will go in, uh, and and torment something like you did in Edinburgh revolts you know you'll go in and when you're not suppo- supposed to disrespect an area or a building or something you'll go in and do it which i can't bear i just think why are you doing that why but i know why you're doing it you're wanting a reaction but then you've got a scar now for the rest of your life
2: i know but what gre- what what great proof we're out there to get in my opinion you know, it's- Stuart and I have this, this, this same opinion of all of this that um, we're out there to get as much evidence as we mm. possibly can. Now, I think what happened on my arm, what happened on Stuart's arm, what happened on his back, so at the same time in the in end of the Force, if you remember, I got cut on the back of my neck I at said, the same time. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you've got things happening to us. This proof, it's, it's proof, especially when it happens in front of a live camera, it's proof that something is out there and can reach you that you cannot see. And that's what I'm after. And for me... It can't do enough. If it can do, um, you know, I would love it to pick me up and throw me down a a load of stairs. Well, I
0: wouldn't personally, but then, hey, you know.
2: (laughs) But the fact that if everyone watching that and you just, you 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 have a look, you see there's no wires, there's nothing going on, then that's, again, proof to all those people watching that there is. Because we witness these things Mm. um, quite often on a, I wouldn't say on a daily basis, but certainly on a weekly basis, you witness something. And, and often it's denied, and I think that's wrong. I think if we can get people in, certainly scientists, to actually get up, stand up, and, uh, and come to the forefront and say, yes, let's, cu- let's do this with you, mm. rather than sitting down and just dismissing it because they're scared, mm. and let's face it, I think that's what most of them are, then we will find more of this. We can have people to, to analyse everything that everyone does, not just our show, but all the other shows that should need to be analysed, Worth and taken for what they are.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing your experiences.
2: You're very Um, welcome. Thanks for having me on your
0: podcast. No, it's wonderful. But please, you know, don't let anything awful from now on happen to you. You know what you like. Just stay safe. Well, thank you for listening to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding. We'll be back at the same time, same place next week. Stay up to date with the newest episodes by giving us a follow. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please rate and review. We want to hear from you. So send in an audio clip telling us your paranormal story to this address. Paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com. That's paranormalactivitypod at gmail.com. And remember, things
1: Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com/QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times.